0: It's Around the House. Well, We've been talking about the Around the House Home Maintenance Checklist for fall and uh, cruising through this list so you can make sure and get your house ready for that fall weather. Next one up here on the list is, you know, make sure that all your soffit vents and other venting systems are clear of debris. So let's think about how that roof system works. Most people look up and don't think about how the air needs to come in through those soffit vents. That's that flat part of the roof down there above the siding that uh, lets air up through there. So there's vents there that goes up and then either goes through a ridge vent or roof vents, maybe with a combination of vents on the gable ends. But that is how you keep ice dams. That is how you keep mold and mildew. That is how you keep all those things from happening inside. When it comes to remodeling and renovating your home, there is a lot to know, but we've got you covered. This is Around the House. Welcome to the Around the House show. This is where we talk everything about your home every single week. Thanks for joining me today. Well, you know, it's been an interesting fall here across the country. Some places, you know, it's been very cold. Some places it's been very wet. And, you know, we're no different out here in the Pacific Northwest where I'm located. Now, we have had this summer that has been absolutely amazing and it has gone into October. We broke the record already on how many 80-plus days we've had in this October. None other time in recorded history have we had that. And that makes for an interesting fall. But I'm kind of getting ready for the real fall. I love the cold mornings. I love the the Christmas of, you know that crispness of the air. It is wonderful. It's one of my favorite seasons. And so right now, we're kind of getting a little bit of that extended summer, which to me personally... I'd like to dial back and get into fall, but now that we're kind of getting more serious into fall and we're getting into places across the country that are starting to get snow flurries and have been getting snow flurries for a while, it is time to have this discussion, and we are today going to talk about the Around the House Home Maintenance Fall Checklist. This is what you should be doing around your home to make sure you are ready for the winter. You know, this is one of those things that every single year you never want to miss this because this is where damage can occur. And we always want to be preventative around the house instead of having to pay much more money to go replace something that if we'd have caught it a year or two earlier, it might have just been okay. So we're going to get down into the basics here. And some of this is going to be for uh, our more, more no, northern folks. And of course, we'll have stuff for our plenty of southern listeners as well. But for everybody in the north, this one's for you. Before freezing weather arrives, remove the garden hose from the hose bibs, drain and store for the winter, and then put those insulation bibs around there. Now, depending on what you've got, you can get those little foam covers. It just really depends on the type of faucet you have. But here's the key here. If you have that hose hooked up to that exterior faucet, it is going to have a bigger chance of freezing. So the first thing you need to do is just disconnect that. And that's a key right there. So that's one of the big ones right there to do that. And make sure that you've got that drained, ready to go, and you can put them away. It just cleans up the outside of the house anyway. Might as well not have those things out there freezing and getting hurt in the wintertime. So that's a big one. If you have an indoor, I mean, if you have an outdoor sprinkler system, Of course, you don't have an indoor one unless it's for fire, but if you've got that sprinkler system, it's time to drain it or blow it out. Now, uh, sometimes you don't, it's funny here in Portland where I'm located, we didn't do that. We rarely do that here, which we don't really get that cold, but growing up in the, the high desert of Eastern Washington and Eastern Oregon, that is something you do every year and you hook up the air compressor to it and blow all of that water out of there. So that way it doesn't freeze and blow up pipes because that is how you do that. So it doesn't have to happen if you're not in an area that uh, it doesn't get a deep freeze. I mean, if you're just 32, 30, clearly in almost every case, you'll be fine. But what happens is, is when you get down to those 20s and teens and you've got a frost line, that's going to bust it up. So um, northern states, make sure and take care of that. Now, here's a big one. This is like one of the biggest ones if you are in an area where wintertime is wet or snowy. You need to clear out the window wells, gutters, downspouts, and storm drains. So, I just went through and did mine here last weekend. I got up on the roof. My little secret to doing that is, of course, always be safe when you get on the roof. Follow all the proper safety stuff. You know, make sure, uh, you know, OSHA says if you are working up there, you'd have to be tied off. Not a, not a bad idea to go up there if you're going to be doing this every year, getting on your roof, doing maintenance to put in, you know, a fall protection system up there. It's not that big a deal, and uh, it could get you from uh, really getting hurt up there. And it's not that hard to put those rings across the top and have them professionally mounted up there, you know, and have it put in, and then you can get up on the roof anytime you want with a fall protection system and guess what it's going to keep you a lot safer but i get up there and i actually it's a messy situation but i get up there with my leaf blower and uh, my electric leaf blower and i blow out my gutters from up there do i need to get one of those guard system leaf guard type systems or gutter covers absolutely uh it's it's on the list i just haven't done it yet so that's on the uh, eric g to-do list but my gutters definitely have to get cleaned out five or six times a year. They get filled up with junk. I have fir trees all around my property, and uh, they drop stuff continuously 365 days a year. So I have to clean those things out. But I've got mine cleaned out. And the storm drain system, I'm not talking just like out by the street. I'm talking about that system when your downspout drops down and goes into that piping system. Now, first off, if you've got the downspout landing on the ground, next to your home, or even garage, this is a DIY project for you. I want to make sure and see that go into a storm drain system, commonly known as a pipe, to go down and run out 10 feet as a minimum away from the house and downhill. And uh, many new homes today, they, lit, they, um, they do that already, but make sure that that water gets away from that foundation because I can promise you, that water will damage the foundation and cause major issues to your foundation if you don't get that taken care of. So make sure you go through there, get it cleaned up, get those things, and get that water going away. And uh, about six, my experience says 60% of any water in the basement or crawl space is due to gutters and downspouts dropping right next to the foundation. So if you've got some moisture issues in your basement, that is an easy way to go. Now, the window wells, too, you want to get that all cleaned out so that stuff drains. We're just trying to keep things operating as they should. And then here's a big one. Inspect weather stripping on windows and doors for fit and condition. Replace as necessary. This is super common. Front doors get a lot of traffic. You know, patio doors sometimes need adjusting. These are all things that you can do to take a look. And uh easy way to do it is to, uh, on a bright, sunny day, go outside and... uh Make sure get some lights and have somebody stand outside and run a light around the outside of the door and see if you can see any of that light coming through. That's how you get the big ones. Of course, you can use on a hot or cold day. You can use the thermal imaging scanner. But if you don't want to go out and get that special tool, a bright light going around the perimeter of a door can do wonders for you. And you know something? That's going to save you money. So it doesn't matter if you're electric heat, gas heater, what, anytime you can do something that's going to save you a couple of bucks, especially with what electricity and gas is costing us, things are not getting any cheaper. So this is a great way to save some money. Just doing that can save you some serious money out there. One single unadjusted door could be like leaving a window open if you're not careful. So make sure that you've got that dialed in. And then here's the last one on uh, this segment here we're going to talk about. Make sure and have that chimney inspected and swept if you didn't do it in the spring. I like to see that done every single year at least once. Now, of course, if you're only using it a couple times, get it done a couple times a year. But really, have that thing taken care of. Maintenance. I don't want to see a chimney fire or carbon monoxide getting into a, a second-story room just because there's a crack in that liner or something. And then, also, if you have that inspected, you can make sure that they, uh, everything is sealed up there on the top so it's not leaking in and around the roof as well. All right, everybody, we'll be right back after these important messages with our fall home checklist. We'll do that just as soon as Around the House returns. Mm-hmm. this is Jaden Luke. I am a singer-songwriter from Washington State, and I'm going to be on this coming season of The Voice. So make sure to watch it on NBC as the season premieres Monday, September 19th at 8 p.m. Pacific time. I'll see you then, and thank you so much for the support. Welcome back to the Around the House show. Now, I gotta give some props. So my good friend Jaden Luke, if you've been watching him on The Voice, he has been owning it. He's the kid that if you saw a 22-year-old out of Bothell, I have been working with him on his career since he was about 16, helping him out, because you know, his dad's a contractor, and I used to work with him for years designing kitchens. Now, this kid has been all over the news. If you watched The Voice at all, he was the one on there that gave uh, John Legend a, a just nice little diss, and... Uh, there's that big side story now going on where uh, Camila is in love with him and uh, there's that little romance going on right there. Of course, they're not dating, but that's what's going on. It has been fun to watch somebody that I know very well showing up on national TV and geez, even a clip last week that was on uh, Jimmy Kimmel. And uh, that breaking news. So, there is so much going on with him right now. So, uh, if you want to check that out, you, of course, you can watch over. We'll be posting stuff up as we see it on uh, the Around the House show. But, you know, it's one of those things that we're rooting for the kids. So, uh, go, Jaden and Luke. And uh, got some a lot of big things coming out of that uh, kid's future at 22 years old. Well, we've been talking about the Around the House home maintenance checklist for fall and uh, cruising through this list so you can make sure and get your house ready for that fall weather. Next one up here on the list is, you know, make sure that all your soffit vents and other venting systems are clear of debris. So let's think about how that roof system works. Most people look up and don't think about how the air needs to come in through those soffit vents. And that's that flat part of the roof down there above the siding that uh, lets air up through there. So there's vents there that goes up and then either goes through a ridge vent or roof vent. Maybe with a combination of vents on the gable ends. But that is how you keep ice dams. That is how you keep mold and mildew. That is how you keep all those things from happening inside. And to be honest, most homes these days, unless they're brand new, are poorly vented compared to what they've been. So... A lot of things happen. People will go in there and blow an in insulation. They want better energy efficiency. They block up those vents and you don't have that intake coming through there and you don't have the exhaust coming out the top. If you just have exhaust coming out the top, you have a hot attic space or you get condensation in there. And that's something that I want to make sure that you don't have. So go through there with a flashlight, make sure that you can see up there and that you've got Airflow going up through there and make sure those things are clear. If you need to get up there, have an insulation company come in there and pull that stuff back. It will work well if you do that, and it will save you money in the long run year-round. So that's an important thing. Make sure you get that pulled back from those vents. Uh, Something can happen, too, if you're up there working. Those are things that uh, are very simple to do but can save you some serious money. Now, the next one here is if you've got brick or concrete block construction, Now, make sure the bricks and blocks for cracked mortar, you know, check those for cracked mortar and loose joints. Repair is necessary. You know where I see that a lot is I see it around fireplaces or front of the home where you've got that brick coming up as that accent strip coming up three or four feet across the front of the house. What I worry about the most is when we're seeing in basements, when you have that concrete block foundation, make sure that you've got that sealed up correctly. And if you've got big cracks, it's something you want to keep an eye on, because if you've got some uh, settling on the foundation, I want you to make sure and check that, because that can become a bigger issue. Uh, I don't want to see you just going down there with a caulking. I want you to go down there if you've got those big ones and and do it correctly. There are some great sealants out there. But really, um, if you get those big cracks, I want to see you go through and uh fill them in with like cementol or something like that. And we'll have a, you know, another discussion about that of how to repair that in the future. Again, I've talked about it in future episode, uh, past episodes. If you just go through and look at it under uh, foundation repair, and that can be done pretty easily, but make sure you got that stuff taken care of. And uh, that will be a big one to keep water from coming in the house or basement. And that'll save you some serious money in the long run. Now, the next one is in, inspect those painted surfaces for paint, failure, water, damage Damage, mildew repair and clean as necessary i just went around even though i painted my house last year i went around i went oh wow i got some caulking here i need to take care of oh wow i've got uh a place where the woodpeckers were starting to dive into some house trim these are all things that uh that you need to go around and make sure you've got it taken care of especially when we're coming into the winter weather when you're gonna put that paint through its paces Make sure that you've got that taken care of. And you know something? If you're actually in the South, maybe Southern California, Texas, Florida, wherever else you are, it's a great time of year. We have a little cooler temperatures to be able to go out and do that without baking yourself to death. But that paint is the armor protection for what's underneath it. So you want to make sure that that's clean and make sure that you get everything cleaned and prepped properly to do that. When in doubt, always use primer. And make sure that you got things cleaned up and um, mold and mildew on the outside. Make sure you've got that cleaned up and, um, you know, clean it up, get it ready, get it prepped and you'll be good to go. That paint can last a long time as long as you maintain it. Um, I've been going around recently and knocking down all the spiders because we get here in the woods, lots of garden spiders up there. So I'm trying to keep them off the house so it doesn't look like I'm fully decorated for Halloween. But, uh, make sure that's all taken care of. So also inspect all that exterior caulking and replace as necessary when it's this time of temperature outside, you know, I've been starting to use that, uh, the, the stuff from Sashco and, uh. Not an endorsement here, but it's a product that I like because it moves really well. And take a look at the Sashko caulking out there. It's easy to work with. It stretches, and uh, they have stuff that's made for, of course, regular siding. They've got stuff that's actually made for concrete and stucco that has uh, sand in it, so it's got that grit, so it looks like it's supposed to be there. Versus going over with a, a caulking over stucco looks really horrible. See, there is a product out there that will look good. So take a look at things like Morflex and stuff, all from Sashco. It's a good product to use, and I've used that for a long time. I've seen it at my Lowe's store and other specialty paint stores, and you can find it there. It's a good thing to go with. Now, here's another one. inspect for broken and cracked glass, damaged screens, or get your storm windows in and replace. Now, I've got to do some Damage on one of my screens. I want to get that taken care of now. It's a good time to do it. I'm not using that screen as much, so I could take it in the garage and uh, replace the screen in there. I had one of the, the puppies last year shredded up, and I'm going to get that heavier-duty screen material that's a little more pet-friendly and put it in there, and it'll be good to go. It's a great time to do that, while you're doing it and uh you can get that knocked out uh without having to use those screens all the time so that can be really handy to get that cleaned up and here's the big one right here if you've got those older windows like a glazing compound so you've got those historical wood windows Make sure that that putty is in good shape around there. That stuff tends to crack out, and if you've got to reglaze some windows, you can get the materials for that. It's really easy to do. Take your time, put some gloves on, and knock it out, and uh, you will be much more sealed up. Those windows, if they're done correctly, are fairly energy efficient if they're not leaking air, so that's the key right there. and uh, Make them look good, and uh, it will help the rattles as well in the wintertime with the winds. All right, when we come back, we have got more of the home maintenance checklist for fall just as soon as Around the House returns. Around the House show. If you want to get a hold of me, there's a lot of different ways to do that. You can head over to aroundthehouseonline.com and hit the contact us. That will end up in my inbox or one of my team's inbox. And I will get back to you. I answer every single email out there personally. So I want to make sure that you get those questions answered. And if you are stuck on a home improvement project, if you want to do it there, we can put it in the show. Now, If you want to share up or get a group view of that, head over to Facebook and look up Around the House show and then join Around the House Nation. That is our group of experts from around the world. We've got people from everywhere. It doesn't matter if you're looking here in the United States, Canada, all of you guys out there that I see in Ireland and England, all of you out there, India, we have so many people out there with their home improvement questions. And we have some of the best of the best in this group. You can have a world-renowned architect, an HDTV, DIY network, or even Magnolia network TV star answer you on the right way to do it. It is absolutely fascinating with what our friends do on that. And I thank you all for doing that. That is a great place to be. So head over there to Around the House Nation. And uh, it's a safe place to share up your project or ask a simple question. Now, we've been talking about our fall maintenance checklist here today, and uh, let's keep going on this one. Here's a big one. If you are in a northern state that is fairly wet, like me, for instance, inspect that roof for moss or hail damage and treat as necessary, and make sure all your flashing and pipe jacks are good so when rains and snow come, you don't get those leaks. So let's talk, let's break that down for a minute. Moss and stuff up there is really bad for the roof. If you get that moss or lichen or something like that, maybe your house is shaded from big trees. That stuff is really bad for the roof. Now, I am going to tell you, you don't want to have somebody come up there and pressure wash it because what happens is if you've got a regular, you know, asphalt composite shingle roof, you will knock off the granules and those granules are what protect that roof. So make sure that you clean that roof Per the manufacturer's instructions, and yes, each company has their instructions of what to do, you can use zinc strips across the top. I use some of the powders, and it keeps my roof, which is, you know, on its last 10 years clean, and that keeps it from getting torn up by that. If you have wind or uh, hail damage up there, get those things fixed. Like always, I always recommend having a bundle or two shingles sitting in the back of the shed. So if you have to pop up and do that quick repair, you'll be good to go. And uh, that'll keep you. I have that and some uh, ice shield ready to go just in case we get some damage. It will stop a lot of sins quickly. If you do have damage, you can get that fixed up pretty quickly. So make sure you've got that all taken care of. Pipe jacks. Now, if you don't know what I'm talking about with that, that is that piece of metal that goes around the vent pipe or even electrical that comes up through the house roof. Now, if it's electrical, be careful up there. Those those are power lines up there. And uh, touch those wrong because they're bare. Those will kill you. So uh, be very careful working around any power source. And that's something that you're not able to turn off. So make sure that you're safe around that. But if you've got it coming up through the roof of the house, those vent pipes, make sure that that rubber seal that goes around that is in good condition. And if it's not Maybe you need to do some repair work on that and get that ready to go because uh, water can leak down there. It will look like you have a leak in a pipe someplace because it's going to show up in a bathroom or a kitchen or any place close to that, and then you're going to be chasing down a project that's actually on the roof, not inside the house, so it can uh, tease you a little bit to go you know, the wrong way And that. I don't want to see you go down the wrong direction. Now, decking. Clean off all that decking. Make sure it's ready to go out there. You know, if you're in the uh, hot desert, make sure you got all the dirt and dust off there. I like to make sure and clean in between wood deck boards as well. Get out there. Get that cleaned up because if you have dirt sitting in between or leaves or anything like that sitting between those deck boards on the framing below, that's what causes rot and will cause the premature failure of the deck. So go through and give it a good a good clean. I don't know if you were listening to the uh, Dr. Deck segment I did Here a few weeks ago, we actually went through, I went through on my deck. I have a composite deck. I've got protected down below. I still clean mine off. And so I have a very um, low-pressure pressure washer. Yeah, they're actually good for something, and it's good for cleaning the deck. So I don't do any damage to it. If so, you got a better pressure washer, just hold it back. Don't have such a crazy tip on it, but you can wash everything off and get it cleaned up that way. Now, if you do have a deck that needs resurfacing Now's not a bad time to do it, but uh, you want to make sure that that thing hasn't had rain on it. You want to make sure and follow the manufacturer's directions and give a chance to cure before the rains come. So uh, if you've got a nice 70s and 80s, might be a time to resurface that deck and take a look at it. So that's a key right there. Now, the other one here is, this is one I'm working on right now. Inspect for rodent damage. Repair any holes. I was standing there at my little bar the other day here that's in my living room, and you might have seen some pictures up about that. I have this really cool bar, 70s bar in my living room, sitting there making a cocktail. I look out in the little dog area to the side, outside of my house, I see a rat out there. Now, I live in the woods. We see wildlife. Rats are a part of that. But I'm looking at that going, that dude is going to try to get inside someplace. So if I see him outside, it's something I need to be concerned about. And he could get inside if I'm not watching it. So what am I doing this next weekend? I'm going to go around and check every single one of those foundation vents and make sure those things are closed up. Because I don't want that critter in my crawl space and trying to get up into my house someplace. Because that's the last thing I need. So stay on top of those rodent things. And if you've got a lot of mice and you've got a lot of rats and it's a problem down in your crawl space, sometimes, guys, it's better... I mean, you can fight that battle yourself, and it's a lot like Caddyshack where they can sometimes win. Sometimes it's better to bring the pros in and pay a little bit more and let them bring the big guns in and take care of it because sometimes that is the easier way. Now, here's another secret for you, too. While you're going around and if you find those holes, those cracks, those kind of things, what you can do is they make some spray foam. I think it's big stuff that makes it, and it is a rodent-proof spray foam i don't know if it's got cayenne pepper in it or what but it is made so if rodents eat on it they do not like it so if you've got those uh you know where the cable guy made a big hole or if you have it where the hvac people have a big hole where those lines are going through the house this stuff works well and those rodents and pests don't eat through this so it is a great barrier for stopping that and uh, that stuff works pretty good but uh like all spray foams, wear the gloves, wear the eye protection. That stuff's nasty. And the last thing you want is all over you, your hands or the side of the house. So that's a big one right there. Now, inspecting the gutters and downspouts we talked about, but make sure they're draining correctly. You know, if they go into the street, sometimes I lived in a house where that went out and it went out to the street. I would go up in the gutter and use one of my Quick Grip clamps, I would put that on the put the hose crimp it to the gutter, hold it there, turn the water on, and I'd go out in the street and make sure that's draining correctly. Because I had a problem like that. You know what I was doing is it was plugged by some roots in there. And the builder had attached the low point drain in the crawl space to that. Well, that's great if it's all draining correctly. But if it's not, I was loading up water, roof water into my crawl space because it was backflowing up into that. So make sure you test that wherever that's coming out. Now, my house now, it goes into a storm drain system. It goes into dry wells. I can't visibly, visibly check that. So how we have to do that is every five years, I recommend you go out there and get uh, that scoped or go down and rent one of the sewer scopes. Make sure that it's going, and you might have to air jet that thing out with water and uh, clean that thing up so you're good to go because that can be an issue. If you're if you're not having that drain, you don't want to see those gutters overflow. That will cause water damage to the outside of your house or inside the house. And so that's a big one. Now, last one before we go out to break, exterior cameras. Get that Windex out and clean all of your camera systems for your security. Get those things cleaned up. Get all the spider webs out of them. Give them a good wipe down and clean. That way, since we're getting into the fall and uh, porch robbery season, as I call it, we want to make sure that you are set to go. All right, guys. We'll wrap up this fall checklist just as soon as Around the House returns. Thanks again for listening to Around the House. If you'd like to support the show, maybe buy me a coffee, a cocktail, a beer, or just leave a tip. Head over to buymeacoffee.com forward slash A-T-H Eric G. That's buymeacoffee.com forward slash A-T-H Eric G. And the link is in the show notes. And thank you for being a part of Around the House. Back to the Around the House show. This is our home improvement source for you every single week, so you can be a better caretaker for your home. Doesn't matter if you're a homeowner or a contractor. We're here to give you some great advice to help save you some money. Whether you want to do it yourself or hire it yourself, we've got the answers for you. Now, I have one favor to ask you out there. If you get a chance, if you're following us or listening to us on the podcast. Make sure you follow. We'd love some great reviews on it. It's been a while since I've asked for reviews, but uh, great reviews help us. And uh, please share this with a friend as well, but uh, really hit that subscribe button, especially if you're on a desktop and you're listening to me right now on uh, iTunes, hit that subscribe button. And uh, that does help us stay up on the charts. And the more people listening, uh, the more we can get information out to everybody so we can help. And if you've got that friend, as well, that might need some help, turn them on to the show. I would appreciate it. And you know something? You'll look like the smartest person in the room anyway. Well, we've been talking about my fall maintenance checklist here that we've done this for years. This was actually handed down to me from the previous host of Around the House. This uh, list is at least 20 years old and growing, which is great. So let's take it inside a little bit. We just kind of tacked in the last three segments outside. Let's dive into the inside for a minute. Now, make sure you have that furnace or AC serviced by a licensed professional. If you're in Minneapolis, it's time to make sure that that furnace is going. If you're in Texas, time to make sure that furnace and AC is going because you could have both of those running this season. And you know something? I will tell you what. Every single time I have been burned by an HVAC system that let me down, It was because I didn't get my maintenance done, and it would have been something that people would have caught if they'd have been looking at that thing every year. So with the way gas prices for natural gas are and electricity prices are, you could be better off having them come in, get that thing adjusted, especially gas. They can adjust that. It saved me some money by going through there and getting that thing fine-tuned. It's kind of like tuning up a carburetor on a car. Get that thing fine-tuned so you get the most heat out of it and the most efficient use of that gas. And it's a good thing to have that cleaned out and ready to go. So that will end up having a healthier home. And, of course, get those furnace filters changed while you're doing that and uh, make sure that you are ready to go for wintertime, whether it's the heat kicking on and you're trying to get yourself warm or the AC trying to keep it down out there as well. Now, remove the hair from drains, sinks, tubs, showers. Do not use drain cleaner. I'm sorry. I do not like the chemical drain cleaners. If it's an enzyme one, I'm okay with that. But uh, the the Draino type products out there, um, uh, they're just bad for your your system. I mean, if you've got metal, it's chews it up. Plastic, it's not greed for. I, I do don't say use those at all. Now, if you're going to do some treatment to your main sewer line or something, that's a different story, but you're not using acids for those anyway, or caustic stuff. So you want to make sure and go that direction. So get it cleaned out. It's not something you're doing for fall. It's just something you should do on a, on a you know, every four to six month thing. So uh, go around. It's nasty. Nobody likes doing this, but it's a good time to do it. Now, here's the big one here that you need to check on. Insulate the pipes in the unheated garages, attics, and crawl spaces. This can be a great one. And here's another thing. If you're down in that crawl space or basement, go out and spend 20 bucks on insulation. If you have those hot water pipes exposed, you know when you turn that water on in the kitchen sink or maybe the master bathroom, you turn on the shower and you got to wait like two minutes for the hot water to get there? Why not insulate that and make it so it doesn't lose the heat so bad? Maybe it's only a minute instead of two. Maybe you don't get that temperature drop as much because it stays warmer in that pipe. So uh, save yourself some water, save yourself some electricity or some gas. Let's put some money back in your pocket this time of year when things are getting so expensive. That's another quick little tip by putting in some insulation. That can save you some serious money in the long term. And uh, I did that when I had uh, some drywall work open in my kitchen. I insulated all the pipes up there, and it definitely made a difference on getting warmer water to that. And I have less of a temperature drop from point A, which is my water heater, to point B, which is whatever the faucet or dishwasher or whatever is using it. Now, another one here is good. Test all your smoke detectors. You should be doing this monthly. Nobody does, but make sure you test them. And uh, there are some great smoke detectors out there. There's some new smart ones. And I like those because you can see what's working, what's not. And uh, you get a status update on your phone, whether that thing's working correctly. So uh, I'm a big fan of that. And you could also tell when there's fire, carbon monoxide, that kind of stuff. Before it happens, because it'll warn you, hey, I'm starting to notice some smoke, and you can maybe get on it before things get out of control, because many times for the time that smoke detector is going off, you have a full-on fire, and you got to take care of stuff. So that's a good one there. Here's another one that always gets missed, and it's one of my hot fall-winter questions that I always get every year, but test all those GFCI outlets. They recommend you do those monthly. Nobody does. I don't. You don't. Nobody goes around and does it, but make sure you get those things tested. Now, ironically, during Christmas light season, and I'm sorry if you're putting Christmas lights up right now and it's before Thanksgiving, shame on you. I'm going to shame you on that one. I'm a, I'm a purist. Don't put those up unless you've got bad weather out there. I, you can put them up. Just don't plug them in until Thanksgiving-ish. But uh, that's my personal belief. But really, if you've got those GFCIs, That is my number one question over the holidays. Oh, my gosh, my Christmas lights don't work. What do I do? The outlet's dead. 95% of the time, there is a GFCI outlet someplace behind the beer fridge in the garage. It's the one in the bathroom you don't use. Maybe it's the one in the powder room. That thing is the one that is kicking off your Christmas lights because maybe you've got a short or maybe you've got it loaded up because you've got some old school lights out there. That is the number one cause of your Christmas lights not working right. So uh, when in doubt those things look bad, get them changed out and, uh, you know, get it swapped out. It's a pretty easy DIY project. And, of course, always turn the power off before messing with those things and test that the power is off before you touch them. I do want to go back and hit one thing on the smoke detector that I forgot to mention out there. This is all stuff that uh, is important. Smoke detectors have a 10-year lifespan like milk. In your fridge. After 10 years, you should replace that. So when you have the cover off, look at the manufacture date. And if it's been a decade, time to change some newer technology. So that's a little good DIY project. And I will give you a hint right here for this. If you are unable to get up there because you have an an ability issue to get up there and do it, or if you're elderly or it's dangerous, I bet if you call your local fire station and explain to them that you're having a problem, I'm sure you're going to get some nice fireman or woman out there with a ladder that's going to help you get that taken care of. So there's a tip right there. Lean on your fire department. I would call and say, hey, when you guys get a moment, could you come by and help me with this? I bet you that they're going to come over and help you out with that. I know my fire department will. And I've had many that will do that as part of just a community service because they want to make sure that you are safe out there. And that is something that I think is super important. So make sure you stay on those things. Now, here's another one here. Make sure that you inspect the food areas and under sink areas for mice, rodent damage, patch and treat as necessary. You can also get little pests and bugs in those things like flour that you haven't used, rice you haven't used, and keep an eye out for that stuff. When you get into the flour, you get into the rice. If you don't have those things sealed up or you just got the bag rolled up or the box half open because you can get those little little worms and stuff in there and it's gross, then you got to go through and throw everything away in the pantry and make sure that you're not getting your extra protein with that. So that's another one. Make sure you're doing that. And then another one here too is lighting. Make sure that you've got all your lighting working, Again, walk around the house and expect, inspect it inside, outside. If you've got old bulbs, maybe put in some good LEDs and all that stuff. And then the last one here I want to talk about is go down to that crawl space or basement, look for cracks, look for water damage. And if you've got cracks, make some notes, take some pictures, draw a line across it, see if things are moving. This way you can document things getting worse because you want to sit there and notice it. Pull boxes away from the wall. You could have mold growing behind them. And also test the humidity in your basement. If it's over 60%, time to get a good dehumidifier. And I don't recommend the little portable ones where you have to drain them. Get something that's got a pump that'll drain, and you could put it in permanently and have it on a thermostat so when it needs to come on, it comes on. It will save you money in the long run, and uh, it'll keep that a much more usable space down there. In the summertime, it'll save you money because you're not taking that humidity out of the air. And that's the key. All right, everybody, if you want a copy of this list, I want to say hit me up over on Facebook and uh, hit the contact us page, uh, actually over on our website, aroundthehouseonline.com. If you do that right there and hit that, say, hey, Eric G., I want to get a copy of that. I will email this back in a PDF form for you so you can go around and hit this list by yourself. All right, everybody, time to get out of here. Thanks for listening to Around the House. We'll see you next time.